The name's Venom. Vic. You think those announcers on TV are shooting with you? I don't think so. It's all in the spoilings. You either got them or you don't. You want fluff? Go eat them. Marshmallow. You want the dirt? Guess who's got the shovel? You want raw? I'll get downright nasty. Subscribe to an attitude. Get 12 issues of both the WWF and Raw magazines. That's 24 issues in all for one low price of $29.97. That's 68% off the newsstand price. Or subscribe to either for $19.97. Call 815-734-1161 or send a check or money order to the address on your screen. Do something with yourself. Send the cash. Who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello welcome to episode 84 of the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and sitting alongside me after a while is eric sanchez eric was too cool too busy last week to help out with a show he's remodeling a bathroom how's that going by the way it's a work in progress. So not good. No, it's 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 taking time. I'm not a professional, so I gotta look gotta, into how I'm doing each you gotta step. Figure it out. So Eric yeah. Sanchez is back and better than ever for this week's show, where we're going to be talking about wrestling magazines. We'll get into that in a little bit. Get some propers out of the way. If you want to follow us on Twitter, please do. We're at PPW Podcast. Positively Processing Podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcast from. You can find us there. If you subscribe, it'll feed, go right into your phone, tablet, computer. Uh, I think that's it. BlackBerry, maybe? Probably. Whatever old-ass phone Eric has, it works on that. So it'll work on any phone you have. I, I guarantee you that. <laughs> if you want to support the show, head to whatamaneuver.net. Pick up a T-shirt and support the show that way. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Our store is there. We have a couple options for you. Uh, also... If you want to leave a review on iTunes, that really would help us out, get more people taking a look at us, seeing us in the searches for wrestling podcasts. Search Positive Processing Podcast on iTunes, leave a review. It'd be really appreciated. That's it for the propers this week. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing okay. You excited about this week's show? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, so when Eric first came over, I've got, we've got all the magazines spread out here, the WWF magazines spread out on the table, and... Eric was like, I don't remember if I had these. I didn't have this. Well, I know for sure I had, you know, some from the uh, 90 and 91, but yours start at... 92. Yeah, 92. Like WrestleMania 8, basically. Yeah. The A lot of these aren't mine. Well, they are now, obviously, but these aren't my original ones. Mm-hmm. And I bought, like, over the years, I've bought in random lots on eBay, and it's just annoying, and just like everything with wrestling collectibles lately and through our childhood, it's going up in value. So now wrestling magazines are costing more and more. So yeah. I got these pretty cheap. I think I got like 20 for like 8 bucks or something like that. It's pretty good. Ago. It is. I'm very proud of mm-hmm. myself for those deals. Because as we know, retail is for suckers. Sure is. We are also going to StarCast this Saturday <clears throat> in Schaumburg, Illinois for the All Out weekend. So if anyone's going to that... Come say hi to us. We will be there. I know a handful of people are going, so please stop and say hello. We'll only be there on Saturday, unless Eric's going solo. I'm unaware of it. No, just going Saturday. Just with me. Yeah. I have a wedding on Friday night, so I'm missing a few things, but Saturday I'll be there. We're getting, I'm meeting Jimmy Hart. I'm going to have him sign my Hart Foundation old school VHS tape. You didn't get the megaphone. I changed my mind okay. to the VHS tape. It, did I show you what I was getting? No. Hold on. Well, could you talk for like six seconds while I uh, yeah, of course. talk about what you're excited about about Star Cast yeah. while I grab it? So I was trying to get StarCast. You, I had the um, the uh, first coupon code. I don't oh, know if it was yeah. Flash or whatever it was, but I was tied up with something. I finally got to the computer, and then I go to the end, just like anything else I've ever bought in my life online. You put the promo code at checkout, uh-huh. and I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm like, where the hell is this? As I'm looking for it, you know, time is minutes are ticking by. <laughs> yeah. So I'm restarting, and I'm like, it's got to be somewhere. So I'm on the front page. I, I didn't even see it. It's like a small link that I never even saw. So mm-hmm. I finally get to it. You t- you tell me or you text me, hey, it's here. I'm like, oh, okay. 
So I finally get to it. I check out, and it's all expired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I missed out on the first time. So you're just annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So then the second time you, you message me, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to spend this much money on it. Because what I really wanted to do was get the McFoley. Yeah. And three other autographs. So that would have been... The three other autographs were not on sale, so there was 40, 40, 40. Uh-huh. So that's 120. I don't think he would charge you for 40 per autograph. Like I told you. But right? I kind of want to be prepared, like, in case he doesn't. I don't want to be like, oh, well. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of want to have my, my ducks in a row when I get there. Understandable. So then I'm thinking the, the meet and greet is half price, but the other stuff isn't. So that's like $160. I don't want to dump $160 <laughs> on, you know, four autographs by mix. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'll just pass. I'll take a hundred bucks. I'll, I'll see what I can get there. Maybe, you know, merch, a, a merch, a slam crate, a yeah, figure, a t-shirt. I don't know. Some, some stuff. Forrest, get, what is her problem? The forest is running around. She's pumped to see you. She's like, where have you been? She is. She's waiting to see you. Yeah. I got a, a few things. I've got, like I said, Jimmy Hart, Steve Mongo McMichael and CM Punk. The mm-hmm. Mongo McMichael is mostly for my dad and my uncle. They're, okay. They've got bears memorabilia around. Sure. So, I may run to Dick's Sporting Goods, grab a couple of Bears mini helmets to have him sign. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of little cool gifts. I'm hoping he has an 8x10 of him in the Four Horsemen getup. I'd be in his Bears it. shirt? Yeah, his, Bears, his Bears, Bears jacket, jacket, generic one. So this is what I'm getting Jimmy Hart to sign. This is the old school oh, clamshell nice. Coliseum Video Hart Foundation tape. It's all pink. It's got Jimmy and Brett and the Anvil on the cover. I think in blue, I'll have him sign it like above his name or to the left right of his name. You're going to go on the... Uh on the plastic? Or no, I'm going to take the insert your... out. Just okay. a piece of paper, yeah. And then I'm going to throw this in a frame and in the shadow box, add it to the wall of tapes over there. There you go. Nice. It's pretty cool. And yeah, I don't know. It, it, this is, what's funny about this is this is a, not a, it's it's a rarer tape, so it's more expensive than your average tape. Mm-hmm. I've spent too much on it for what I wanted. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. insane, but it's, it'll look, I, I think it'll look awesome. I think it'll look it very, very cool. I was going to get the megaphone, but... Where am I going to put this megaphone thing? But I don't know. Shadow box. Everything shadow box. Like a football. Yeah. Like a football shadow box. Yeah. When you were showing me that megaphone, I'm like, you know what? We'll kind of complement this. It's some, uh, you know, stickers like yeah, like hearts. tongues and hearts and stuff like that. Yeah, I could decorate mostly it. the hearts because like the his older ones just had hearts on it. Decorate it myself, mm-hmm. maybe. Do some airbrushing on it. We're going to talk to him about our favorite show, about Legends House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you and I love that show where he dropped his glasses oh, in, the, the best. in the oven. Oh, my, my favorite glasses. <laughs> I remember that, that episode of Legends House where Jimmy Hart's trying to get something out of the oven. His Ray-Bans fall in this. Because he's leaning over too far. Right. And, and somehow they slip off his face. 400 degree oven. <laughs> and like he's freaking out. But I'm thinking in my head, there's a producer there. There's a camera guy there. No yeah. one's helping him. He's freaking out. But the out. rack is really low. It's not in the middle. So he's got to like not burn his hand going underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> And you could just feel the intensity. <laughs> and, and our favorite part of the show, it's the sad part, with the, the last episode when they're all telling their sad stories. Yeah. And everyone's got these tragic, horrible stories. And Howard Finkel, I was picked on. It's like, dude, you should have went first, Finkel. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Jimmy Hart's daughter died. You know, Tony Atlas was almost dead in a yeah. park. Mean Pat- Gene had to get a liver, get a kidney, kidney from his wife. <laughs> yeah, Patterson came out as gay. All this stuff's happening. <laughs> I was picked on. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm thinking, I, but it was a fun show. I'm thinking, I like when Roddy gets you know just so angry he just starts walking off and howling at the moon. Yeah, let's I, let's not talk go too deep into Legends House because an idea I have if you're down for it is I mean we, we've had this idea for a while. But we're not here's my here's it's a little altered idea. Okay, we're not going to review just like the whole series. Each we'll have a regular topic of the show, and before we get into it, we'll do a brief recap of a single episode of the show. Okay, so we'll kind of go in order. I like so it. It'll go through. So maybe like we'll start it. that next week. Okay, and people can watch along with us. The Legends House on the WWE Network. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, let's get into today's topic again, guys. Follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast, and we will be at Starcast. I'm the tall, lanky. Yep. Man, handsome, Eric's dapper. There, you gonna get your tattoo like you said? It's sarcastic. No, I was joking about <laughs> okay. that. Okay, I told I'm not, you I'm not gonna drop a hundred bucks on that. I told you some of those tattoos looked a little sketchy last time. They were the line work wasn't exactly straight. You don't want an NWO <laughs> on your neck. If you were on to my get, face, if you were to get a wrestling tattoo like mm-hmm. a, like logo, whatever, what would if some guys like hey, I would get free the, tattoo today. I would, I would you you won. Ult- I'd get an ultimate warrior mask that I've had printed out like I wanted to get, but it's just like I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Where would you put it? Mm, probably on my back. On your ass? No, my back. My like your upper like back, like your lower, shoulder, under my collar, like in the middle of my back. Okay, like maybe a little peeking out, like big, oh, what's like that? the size of like a five inch button. Like what are we talking here? 
Whole, um, whole back piece? No, no, no. Probably, I don't know, three by three. Okay. Four by four. Okay. You know, nothing too big. Yeah. I don't have any tattoos. You have a bunch. I don't yeah. have any. So that would, it wouldn't be too weird for you to get them. <laughs> Put it right on my forehead. <laughs> it's a warrior logo on your forehead. I'll just do the whole logo on my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we, we can't hire you. You need to wash that off. Oh, I can't wash it off. <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone out there that has that. There has to be. There's got to be somebody. There's I mean, like a- somebody in the deep woods of Arkansas. Why is he going to be in Arkansas? I don't know. West Virginia. Part, I would say more parts unknown. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. That's pretty That's pretty quick thinking right there. Let's get into this week's show for real this time. So wrestling magazines. This uh, topic was suggested to us by Rad Chad at RadChad86. Mm-hmm. He recently has been trying to complete a collection of wrestling magazines. It's been fun to follow him and fun to, to watch that. Uh, also, before you know what? I'm trying to think if we should do this now. So we have a contest where... A winner gets a free ring skirt from Nate from Ring Skirts. Okay. We'll do that at the end of the show. We'll do the end of the show. Well, no, I'm sorry, at the end of the show. How, and, how are you deciding the winner? Uh, there was a, you had to follow and retweet the tweet I sent out. So I'm going to do the tweet randomizer. I'll pause the thing here. We'll do the tweet randomizer, reveal the winner. Okay. And then we'll tweet it out tomorrow so everyone gets the, the free giveaway. Gotcha. We love giveaways here. Anyway, Rad Chad has been trying to get these magazine collections done and it's been fun to watch them and like i said i have a decent amount i kind of have a lot not a ton mm-hmm. a few years worth of magazines here and they're mostly the wwf magazines i think most of us that's the main one we had but there was also pro wrestling illustrated there was the wrestler and those I had mag- a few of the wcw magazines yeah i never had the wcw yeah. i was never able to find them where did you get these wcw magazines probably borders Jewel Osco, I don't really? know, a grocery store. <laughs> it was so long ago. Yeah, I, I never I never remember getting them. And if I did get them, if I did see them, I probably wouldn't have picked them up because I've got to choose between WWF and WCW magazines. Yeah. I'm definitely taking the WWF magazines. What Do you remember the first time you were able to get a wrestling magazine like around how old you were? I'm assuming it was at the grocery store with your shopping with your mom or was it somewhere else? Do you remember? Anything? Um, probably... I don't have a specific. I'm not. I don't have a specific story. I'm just curious. Maybe you, seventh grade. Seventh grade, eighth really? Grade, yeah. Not even earlier than that. No. Okay. Because you're in eighth grade. You're. It's what ninety. Ninety. Two. Okay. So probably like ninety sixth grade. Okay, so ninety when you know Hogan Warriors huge and you're the yeah. warrior guy and all that you see. Warrior well, I would cover. watch off and on. I just never really got like into it week to week mm-hmm. until like sixth or seventh grade. Okay. Because that's when other people started liking it. I'm like, well, I got to, you know, kind of fit in a little bit or they got to fit in with me. It's just, you know, you find people that you have things of interest with. Yeah, I I remember, and we've talked about this a million times before, most of the time, you know, I'm shopping with my mom at Jewel Osco, which is the Mm -hmm. grocery store here in the Chicagoland area. And they're part of an Albertsons or Safeway chain. So if you're out west, it's Safeway. If you're out east, it's Albertsons. So stuff like that. So that's the Mm -hmm. chain they're part of. And you'd be grocery shopping. I still remember the aisle they were down. Oh, me too. It was in the Osco side. Yeah. You know, your mom would be shopping. I don't know if this this was like with you, but when I was growing up, whether it be the mall or wherever, my mom would be like, meet me back here at a time. Like it's five, she's like 5.15 because she'd let me wander around. And I'm like seven to 10 years old. And she didn't, and she kind of let me do that. Did she? Did you have a watch? Yeah, I, I had a watch, or there'd be a clock somewhere. <laughs> okay. I used to, I would have a, a Casio watch. I remember I always had a watch. I'd get like a cheap watch every Christmas. Yeah. I was like a I watch remember guy. my mom would like leave me, and she's like, you know, I'm going to run this. And she'd just stay here. Stay so I didn't know if I would stay there for 10 minutes or a half hour, but, you know, I would always like, you know, keep a, keep an eye out for her to see if she was coming down. Because sometimes people would come down. It's like, oh, is that her? That's not her. I got more time. <laughs> So I'm flipping through. I, the one I have in my hand here is the September 94 issue of WWF Magazine. It's got Owen Hart and Jim the Anvil Nightheart on the cover. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much right before SummerSlam 94. There's even a SummerSlam preview with it. Now, what always confused me was it'd be August, but the magazine would say September. So they'd be always yeah. a month ahead. I'm sure there's a reason for that. Maybe Rad Chet can answer it for us, but it was just weird. Never made sense to me. A month ahead? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's probably like pull dates on those. Probably. Like they got to sit for a month until. Yeah, probably. I remember when I was a kid too, I would always secretly hope 
that they would just give me all the magazines they were going to throw away. Because one time I saw the guy like switching yeah. them out. Yeah. And I was too afraid to ask him, like, what are you doing with those? I was like, I have a dream. Like, he would toss me, here's all the WWF <laughs> magazines for you. <laughs> WWF. Yeah. So I opened the first page. This this show's going to be a little all over the place, guys. And I that's apologize fine. for that, but that's okay, right? So it's I all up, magazine memories. I opened up the first page <clears throat> of this WWF Spring. September 94 magazine. Mm-hmm. It's a double page ad for Hasbro's with Doink. This is the series with Lex Luger, Undertaker, The Steiners, Mr. Perfect, Yokozuna, Bam Bam Bigelow, Bret Hart with the Silver Shades, Tatanka, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan with the Flag and Singlet, Million Dollar Man, and just the Trunks, and Doink the Clown. Like, what a... See, this magazine to me is just like wrestling fandom all in like, I don't know, 40 pages, 50 pages, like you just get it. There's toys, there's kayfabe stories, there's interviews, there's photos. It's like you're just in a whole nother world of, of other than what's on television. Did you ever use these magazines? The We'll get into PWI and the wrestler and stuff and other mm-hmm. magazines in a second, but WWF magazines, did you ever use these as like a reference to anything or discovering other stuff? I think it was more getting to know the character personality. Yeah. And thinking like, oh, I have that in common. Like the one thing we were talking about earlier with Lex Luger doing video game reviews. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, like I thought Luger was cool because he played NBA Jam. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, WWF was partnering with Acclaim at the time because yeah. they're producing their video games. So there'd be like, Lex Luger video game tips. He's not giving tips. That's what things. you just told me. You crushed my dreams. You're like, that's not him. <laughs> what if it was? I don't actually know. I should have asked him last year at StarCast. You should have. Did you review NBA Jam? He's like, NBA Jam? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah. When the, when the referee says, you know, you're wide open, take the shot. Here's a video game review from Sparky Plug, and it's Virtual Racing. So mm-hmm. Bob Holly giving the Virtual Racing review. Yeah, that wasn't him. He gave it an eight. <laughs> he gave it an eight on the gameplay, a five on the graphics, and a five on the sound. Overall rating a six. See how cool is that though? And then the article and the one I'm looking at is Brainstorms. You get this whole article by Bobby Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Mm-hmm. It's like I could just hear his voice as I'm reading it. That's that's the cool part about these. Now, do you remember the? We'll talk about the merch stuff in a second, but the where there'd be like trading cards, like the cardboard trading cards, I hated those because mm-hmm. it made the magazine hard to turn. Okay. And I always kept them in there. I never took them out. So yeah. I hated those as what well. What about posters? Would you take those out? No, I never did. And and if I would have, it would have been one of the girls like Sunny or Sable. Sure. And I was always too embarrassed to pull that out. What about Luna? Luna Vachon? <laughs> I think my dad knew who Luna was and she would always like tease me about her. Oh. Like saying she was creepy or whatever. Yeah, but these magazines, I never used them for reference. It was, again, more just to be more involved in wrestling. Right. And these were all my bathroom reading. Sure, mine too. And I would read these over and over and over again, just like these same. wrestling tips. Like, what's, what's with like wrestling where you can watch the same event over and over again? It's just fun. And the same magazine and the same, all that stuff over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very cool that wrestling. But I'd always find here. something new that I didn't read before, or maybe I just overlooked it before. And right. It's like I had to know every single thing that was written you gotta study in the magazine. It. And I would even remember <clears> looking <throat> at, they would say, upcoming like live events, and I'd be like, look for Illinois. Yeah, and me like, too. Sometimes it would say like Peoria. I'm like, ooh, Peoria, not knowing where that's like three hours <laughs> yeah. from here or whatever. As long as you saw Illinois, yeah, you thought it was nearby. Exactly. I thought it was nearby, but it wasn't. Uh, let's go. There's the, we want to do this before we got started. I haven't now. I haven't looked at these answers, by the way. So I, occasionally there'd be a trivia section of WWF magazine. So Eric's going to ask me the trivia questions. And what uh, what issue is this? And what uh, this is June ninety two. Looks like the post WrestleMania eight okay. summary magazine. Okay. Oh, it says WrestleMania eight exclusive results. Okay, let's let's hear the questions. So we've got the newest heart. I'm assuming this is. Uh, when Owen Hart comes out. <laughs> okay. What is Owen Hart's nickname? The Rocket. You're right. The newest Hart. The Rocket. You got it. What's the next question? What is his older brother's name? Brett. Bruce. No, it's Brett. He's got a lot of older brothers. But <laughs> he does. He's the youngest. They're all older than yeah. him. Was he in the 92 Royal Rumble? Was Owen Hart in the 92 Rumble? Yeah. <sighs> no. You don't remember? I'm going to say he was not. He was. Oh! Says yes. Oh, okay. You remember his big blue checkered pants? I don't. <laughs> his hammer pants. I'm going to do odds and ends. Oh. What kind of snake did Jake the Snake Roberts re- recently unleash on the defenseless macho man Randy Savage? The King Cobra. Everybody knows that. Odds and ends. Yeah, King Cobra. Uh-huh. What California community is the site of the 1992 World Bodybuilding Federation Championship? <laughs> what, like city? Or what venue? What community? 
commuting. <laughs> it's in California? Yeah. Venice Beach. Long Beach. Oh, I mean. You're close. They're right next to each other. There's Muscle Beach. I'm pretty sure only our friends at the OVP podcast would have known the answer to that question. I mean, I don't even think they're right next to each other. In my brain, there are. They are Long Beach, (laughs) Muscle Beach, and then whatever beach you said. What beaches you say? Venice Beach. Yeah, that's right. What if that's in Florida? (laughs) (laughs) What's your Uh, other question? Bobby Heenan is, in his brainstorms column, said Hulk Hogan's parents remind him of what comic film couple? Start to say that again. Bobby Heenan, in his brainstorms column, said Hulk Hogan's parents remind him of what comic film couple? Comic strip couple, I guess. Um, comic strip couple. Ma and Pa Kettle. I would never, yeah, never ever. Me neither. You want a Jimmy Hart one? Yes. What was the name of the 1960s rock band of which Jimmy Hart was a member? I know this because they had like a hit single. Yeah. The Runarounds or something? Uh, the Gentries. Okay. I was way off. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> Hart entered the WWF in 84, 85, 87, <clears throat> or 89. 84? You're close. It's 85. I suck at this. <laughs> See? All right. We'll do a Repo Man one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Repo Man brings what into the ring with him? A hook and a rope. Uh, I don't care what that says. That's what's right. That's right. (laughs) A winch on a thick horse hair rope. So a hook and a rope. Yeah, you got it. I'm not doing very good at this. What's his unorthodox finishing move known as? What's the Repo Man's finisher? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I thought I was going to crush this. I'm just <laughs> sucking it up. called the crowbar. Okay. That makes sense. You want more? Yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> How many his, questions in his, there? It's a lot. It's three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen. Okay, we'll keep them coming. In his quest to become a proud American once again, Sergeant Slaughter visited what famous burial site? Um, the link, uh, what famous, what's the, I don't know. <laughs> I, what's the name of the one, the the World War II? Arlington? Sure. Is yeah. that it? Okay, that's yep, what that's I was going to guess, right. I was kind of right. He also made a stop at a structure erected in memory of a fallen president. What was that? What, what what dead president or what's the name of the yeah what uh, dead president Lincoln you're right all right <laughs> now say it like you know it don't just Lincoln I was right go ahead you were in Boston <clears throat> slaughter reflected in front of a statue of what famous writer Paul Revere you are correct uh, go back to Jimmy Hart Hart boasts that the future looks so bright that he has to do what. Who said what now? Jimmy Hart. Okay. Boasts that the future looks so bright that he has to wear what? Sunglasses. Is that not right? Hold on. I'm trying to read this. This, sub, this subject is going splendidly. Let's wrap no, it up No, it's here. fine. The... Yeah, you're right. Okay. Has any more questions? The, the, the font was rubbing off, and I couldn't read it. It looked right. like sliders <laughs> upside down. we got to get back into this. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good. So I didn't do great <laughs> on the subject there, so I'm pretty embarrassed with myself. What other uh, wrestling magazine memories do you have, like just looking back through, the, through them, and what do you got? I remember even recently, maybe a couple of years ago recently, that um, – you know, I would get like the PWI, like top 100, just to like look at different promotions sure. and uh, like TNA was still considered like a world, you know, league mm-hmm. and, um, impact PW, I mean, not impact uh, w, uh, WWF and all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of cool to read like different um, like lists and wrestlers just to kind of get familiar with them. And I don't know the, the top what 100 or 200 whatever they are and they give you little bios of each person so yeah i, I actually recently did that with uh, pwi they had the pwi women's 100 where mm-hmm. ronda was the number one okay and it was cool because a couple of girls that we've interviewed on the show is like dusters always guy and delilah doom were on there and i'm like yeah. oh i know them and like 
Kylie Ray and like all these girls we saw at Rise and like, oh, right. we, that's cool. We saw them there. So pretty cool. Yeah. What about, do you remember they'd have the previews of the pay-per-views? Would you break, I would remember reading the, the pay-per-view previews and like breaking down like predictions of the matches. So here they've got like the SummerSlam 94 preview. It's Razor versus Diesel, Lex versus Tatanka, IRS versus Bam Bam. And then IRS and Bam Bam, I should say, versus the Head Shrinkers. So I like break down. Yeah, those were always fun to read. I like just like all the different articles in there. Were you more of a picture guy, or would you read every little thing painstakingly over and over again? I would read everything. Yeah, I mean, just like anything you would do on the bathroom, on the you know the commode. (laughs) (laughs) It's either you have the magazine, or someone moved the magazine. You got to read the shampoo bottle, (laughs) or whatever. Kids these days get their smartphone. They understand. You get the magazine in there. Yeah, um, and then there were even like the spotlights, like they would advertise, like, "Oh, I got to get the spotlight." But this one was Liz. Wasn't Spotlight like a live event exclusive magazine where they would sell? It'd be like a preview. They'd sell it there. It could have been, but they all saw newsstands. Like okay. there was like a, another magazine just kind of highlighting. Yeah, I remember. I only would do would see those at live events. I never, I never saw it anywhere else. And we got lucky in the sense that pretty much every month the new WWF magazine would come to our newsstand. Mm-hmm. And I remember that wasn't always the case with PWI or the wrestler. Those were kind of sparing where they would show up. Yeah. So did you ever have a subscription to these or were these buy at the store? I think I bought them all at the store. Me too. And what's funny is... Because when I was younger, you know, I needed a check or something. My mom wouldn't want to do it. But then my yeah. mom would spend, you know, the $6 or 5 whatever these costs. They were two ninety five. Okay. But what's funny is they would advertise in the magazine, like, get a full year... 12 issues for 24 bucks, you're saving money. And I would show yeah. my mom that. She's like, no. Because I don't. Because, like, I think her logic was, I'm not getting you a magazine every month, but she right. always would. Yeah. And it was kind of an incentive for me to be good. And it was an incentive for her to get me to read was to what these magazines. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I just, I would keep them and read them over and over and over again. And there were particular ones that I remember reading the most of. Like, I've got this one up here. It says Clown Sale. It's got Doink on the cover stomping. It's from. Mm-hmm. October of 94, just read these same ones over and over again. You know? Yeah. And uh, did you ever have a friend that had a subscription and had them no. all? I did. So I would like piece together the ones I was missing through him. Yeah. The ones I remember the most was uh, Warrior and Hogan on the cover. I think it was for a SummerSlam. Yeah. Something like that. There was a Bulldog cover that I had that I, I don't know. I just remember like a lot of them. Boss Man, Undertaker. Um, I don't know. I think those were 91, 90. Yeah. What about the, we've talked about this before, the merchandise catalogs. Oh, those are always fun to look at. To me, at. those are always like a bonus. Like mm-hmm. we've got here the 94 merch catalog. We've got collector plates, got plaques. We've got the Bret Hart sunglasses. Did you know these Bret Hart sunglasses were only six bucks? No. Nope. Why did I not order like 10 of them when I was in Because <laughs> you didn't have a credit card. I did not. <laughs> got keychains, T-shirts, the oversized Uzi Machismo shirt, all this fun stuff. We've got the sweet denim jacket. Now, this is a rarity, a Doink and Dink teddy bear set. That would be something to have. See if they're on eBay. I'm sure they are. Everything's on eBay nowadays. And I'm sure the price has gone through the roof, just like everything else with wrestling. But, yeah, these were just, these WWF magazines were just great. And what about you, the when Raw magazine came out? I did That's 97-ish? <laughs> yeah, I never 96, 97? Those. I did. And it said on the cover, for the mature fan. So I <laughs> yeah. used to always get paranoid that either a my mom would say no, or if I was by myself and had like five or ten bucks from allowance or whatever, they would say no. You have to be at least sixteen to buy it. Yeah. It's like I would remember I would like kind of turn it on the side or like cover it with a candy bar or something. Maybe put it in another magazine. Yeah, maybe that's like a highlights magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but these were borderline adult magazines. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I be- think I think my wrestling fandom by then grew out of the character stories and then i started buying like the wrestler and you know the more like the black and white pages we'll where get, it wasn't so like we'll cartoony get, <laughs> we'll get into pwi and the wrestler in that yeah. in a second but with raw magazine it seemed like and especially when vince russo started writing more and more with it it was like oh this is like real mm-hmm. like a shoot so but looking back and reading some of the articles now like oh wow these are really really lame the way he's trying to talk yeah but at the time, you're like, oh, my God, this is... Because it was behind, different. It's behind-the-scenes stuff. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was different, and that, that's what made it cool. And I remember one of our friends in high school, like my freshman year or sophomore year of high school, he had the Raw magazine, and like it was like passed around like porn yeah, like in the classroom. Right. It was crazy, you know? Like someone <laughs> like, had a Playboy. That's, that's when you put it in like a notebook. Someone had a Playboy. I'm, last week I was talking about, I reviewed a quick show about the Come Get Some WWF home videotape, uh-huh. and I mentioned that there was the... 
the dueling swimsuit cover of Sable and Sunny. Okay. And there was a big debate. See, now I kind of miss that and feel bad that I missed out on all this. Yeah, yeah. You, you can always go back and go back and read them. <laughs> yeah. But the dueling swimsuit cover was like, oh, man, me and my friend would like debate. And he was like, oh, Sable's got bigger boobs. I'm like, yeah, but Sunny's got a better face. And like, it was just yeah. like this stupid debate between seventh and eighth graders, but it was big at the time. And looking back, I was embarrassed. Like I, I would read it like it was porn in my room. Like I would like yeah. shove it on the bed. And I was saying on the show last week, I was watching this wrestling tape. I was like, I hope Lauren doesn't come down here and think I'm watching porn. Like I was like, had this, <laughs> I had the remote in my hand ready to stop. Yeah. To not have an awkward moment with my wife about this. Right. Like, that, that's the worst part about watching like 98, 99, 2000. Like it's just too over the top. It's uh-huh. like, it's too sexy. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And some of the shows that we watch, like I'll, I'll, you know, go back and watch some old Raws and stuff. I'm like, man, I could never imagine like watching this like with anybody around. I know. Other than my friends, but like any adult or my mom or my sister around, like that's just ridiculous. You feel uncomfortable, but, it, but yeah. it's what we did. And yeah. that's why it blew up like it did. It's what we did. Yeah. And I was, I've been watching older, older stuff lately, mm-hmm. like, like 80 stuff recently. And Every once in a while, flip on something from the Attitude Era, and I'm like, oh, wow, it's such a contrast. The crowds yeah. are both super, super into it, but in completely different ways. Yeah. I think my our age difference, like what I would watch with my, say on Monday night was, <clears throat> I would watch wrestling with my mom and my sister, because that was on Monday night. We uh-huh. had like one TV in the living room, yeah. and didn't really have cable in our rooms. So it was like, okay, we're going to watch wrestling. And my mom started getting into it. But when me and my mom were watching it and my sister, I think my sister would leave. It was still like 92, 93. It was still like easy, yeah, fun stuff. Got characters. Got the garbage man, the repo man, yeah. whatever. It's. So at my age, like if me at your age trying to watch it with your mom, you know, that's when like Attitude Era was like full blown and just it's funny crazy. You, it's funny you say that too because my parents both worked <clears throat> during the week so my dad worked at a dealership, car dealership he wasn't home until like 10 yeah my mom worked at a hospital she wasn't home till like 10 so pretty much after all was done so during, okay. during the summer my buddy pat whose parents were super like conservative and like oh he was very sheltered and what's funny now is he's like a, not like a wild guy but he's just a crazy guy whatever yeah he would come over and we'd watch raw and like later like as we, he's so you were re- like the cool house a little bit but like, as we grew up later his mom was like because he would come to wrestlemania's with me his mom was mm-hmm. like i didn't even know you watched wrestling he goes where do you think i was every monday night during the <laughs> summer he's like i was watching wrestling because you wouldn't let me she's yeah. like, you were watching that stuff I was like, oh yeah yeah so we were we were the cool house and we, yeah the, I, the older i got the more i would go to other friends house so i had a friend i still have a friend anthony and we would just watch wrestling every Monday. We'd order a pizza. We'd uh, watch wrestling. Sometimes his girlfriend would be there. So that's when I watched like the Attitude Era stuff. Was it when I would leave and was able to drive and go to friends' houses? And it, it's just I can't imagine like being younger and watching that. I mean, I just again, it's we. It's hard to explain to people how yeah. ridiculous this this time was, but it right. seemed normal, right? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it progressively became normal because it's like, okay, you know, now this is kind this, of, now this is this is what of, I'm looking at. <laughs> but it, it was almost overnight when this stuff started happening. You know, there was I remember the first big thing was when Stone Cold's taken off and the Pillman's got a gun. Yeah, and there's someone there was like there was a swear on TV, and then Sunny was she was kind of like the hot girl next door, but then she was escalating up a little bit, and then Sable came, and then the cat, and then. Tory and all this stuff it just came out of nowhere you know yeah but that's a show for a topic for a different show attitude era and how raunchy it was but it kind of ties in with these raw magazines you know so were the magazines just as raunchy i mean i hit where's the bag they're right there pull one up there's all the find a raw magazine you know there's there's this so he's got look who's on the cover there i got march 97 i got uh Gold Marlena dust. laying on top of well, they're both naked. T- Marlena yeah. laying on top of gold dust. What is probably it say? pegging them. What? Says gold dust and Marlena, a love story for the ages. <laughs> Doesn't that look like it? Yeah, you know what it looks like. <laughs> uh, pegging is not what I would thought we would talk about today. But go ahead with your with yeah. With look your, at this. Look at this a, uh, centerfold. Have you ever seen the centerfold? <laughs> I have not. It's yeah, they're both d- naked. Describe- it's kind of like a watercolor filter on it, but they're both naked. They're covering up each other's privates, but oh no, Goldust got a thong on. <laughs> but Marlena's big fake boobies are being uh, covered by her arms, and 
I don't know. What do you who, imagine hanging that poster up in your room yeah. and your mom walking It'll by? It'd be on the back door. <laughs> so every time she'd uh, walk in, she'd open the door and not see it. Look at you. Don't rip that poster out. I'm not. Yeah, just a bunch of. I'm just of, looking at the other ones. Yeah, it's them nude and them covering each other up and yeah. pushing the envelope, my man, for just, the, for the, mature, for the mature fan. This is, what year is that? 97. Okay. Not even 98 yet. It's, it's just the beginning of pushing the envelope. Well, you still got a Snooker article, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Superfly's last hurrah. A Snooker bar. Superfly. Well, Giant Gonzalez and Undertaker. Welcome to the 21st century. It's a little, yeah. It's we're not going to have you read the magazine on the show this yeah. week, but maybe, maybe, maybe that'll be a show. But this was my favorite taker. That's not even taker, I don't think. You, well, it's a podcast, so if you could describe it, that'd be great. Well, it's the Survivor Series ninety six with, with, with the uh, with the wings. Yeah, it's Survivor Series ninety six. Yeah, but so, yeah, yeah, there was so as you can see, raunchy Roz, where you can see why that would be passed around like a Playboy in the sure. You would get definitely get that taken away from you <laughs> in school. Yes, we never had wrestling shirts banned at school. We did have South Park shirts banned at school. Okay, and chain wallets, which is a which was a hurtful thing when you had your Stone Cold chain wallet. No sure. chain wallets were allowed. Ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine, but South Park definitely were banned for a while there at school. Now let's get into those PWIs and the wrestlers. I started seeing those around probably. I'd say 96 or so. I mean, I'm, I know they were there way before. Yeah. But for when I started noticing them, it was when WCW was taking off a little bit. And okay. I, I never saw WCW magazines. And this was my entryway into other wrestling was these magazines. And okay. with no internet really around that time and yeah. just WCW on TV sparingly, and you kind of knew about it because of Saturday night. This is when I started focusing more on them and seeing – all these wrestlers and being like, oh, Ric Flair's in WCW and Vader and, and all these yeah. people come back and forth. And I used to think that PWI was written like wrestling, like the real stories, but really it's written in kayfabe. Sure. But at the time I thought that. I but, thought it was more real than WWF, like you did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, because there was more focus on, I guess, wrestling, yeah, not just like sports entertainment. So some of these guys look like wrestlers. They didn't look like characters or costumed up or anything like that. It was just tights, knee pads, and they look like, you know, in the photos they got like headlocks and leg locks. I'm like, okay, so this is more real wrestling? That's what I kind of thought. So, I mean, there was this list of top 10 of different companies. There were regional things I never heard of, and then WCW and WWF and just everything. It's like it kind of opened my eyes to how much bigger the wrestling world was other than what I saw on TV. I also loved how it was. They had the the show res, the house show results. Yeah. I would like study those. Yeah. And then during the Monday Night War era, you know what they would do is they would put in ratings for the week. Okay. Like I remember breaking those down, and, and like I was such a WWF fan, and like was in denial that they were losing any type of thing. And be like, oh look, they had a two point nine, but Nitro only had like a three point seven. So it really, it's really this. I would like try to logically in my head break this down. Yeah, it's like not that big of a deal because you didn't want WWF to lose. No, you definitely don't want WWF to lose. <laughs> and then there was a, I think it was Ross Report or something like that, where they, he'd give like insider tips and stuff. And you know, there's another wrestler from another company coming in, and because I was kind of familiar with other wrestlers because of this magazine, I was really hoping it was you know going to be Sabu, and that's when Taz came in or. You know, whatever that kind of scenarios were. So when certain wrestlers came to WWF, maybe under a different name or stuff like that, I'm like, I know who they were before from these magazines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was definitely. So I felt cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, you felt like a little, like an insider a little bit, you know, you would share stuff like with your wrestling fan friends, maybe didn't read PWI. You could explain to them that. Yeah. And I remember it was, I remember the, the. The annual PWI annual every sure. year would be like a double magazine. Like, oh, got to get, get this. It. You got to break down this. It might this. be $8, but I got to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pay $8 a magazine now, but back in 96, definitely wouldn't. Yeah. My mom did because she was pumped for that. I was reading something. Mm-hmm. What about The Wrestler? Because that was kind of like the, the cheap version of PWI. I think I've, I mean? I've gotten those before. It, you, you know, know just for maybe somebody was on the cover. I, I don't remember any specific one i do remember i don't know if it was a wcw magazine the wrestler pwi but it wasn't a wwf and i remember they were talking about a super brawl with um, rick flair and the japanese guy i I totally forgot his name Mm -hmm. and i just remember thinking of how cool that match was because what i was reading on these articles in the preview up to this was you know their history and their backgrounds of each person 
I'm like, well, that's like, you know, War of the Worlds, like <laughs> Japan and America. And I don't know. I remember thinking a lot about that when I was cutting the grass one time. I don't know why I remember that, but <laughs> I thought about that match, <laughs> like how it would play out and all that kind of stuff. They did do some fantasy booking sometimes with PWI yeah. too. I remember there was an issue like WCW versus WWF. It's like, why a supercar is no longer just a dream? I'm like, whoa, yeah. is this really going to happen? Right. It's just total BS. Time. But, you know, the dream was always uh, Flair and Hogan. Yeah. But to me, it really wasn't. Because I wasn't... I, I guess when Flair came to WWF, he didn't seem like a big deal to me. Yeah. But, but I mean, he was a big deal before that. And I thought that that's, you know, he's finally going to you know go in the same company that Hogan is. How are they going to do this? To me, the dream was always Austin Goldberg. Okay. Later. Yeah. Later. Because I just... That was just... The dream match. It never, sure. never happened, but that was the dream matchup. And to a lesser extent, Hogan versus Austin. Mm-hmm. I guess in the mid and before Austin really took off, my dream match probably would have been something like Bret Hart versus Hogan, maybe. All right. Because we never really got that in WWF, and even though we should have at SummerSlam 93. Yeah. According to Bret Hart's book and a lot of other takes from that time, but that was kind of another dream match for me that never really happened. All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not with those. I was, I was totally on board for a Flair Hogan. Just well, because, I, you know, I'd watched maybe a couple of years of WCW, read some magazines. I'm like, you know, Flair's the real wrestling champion. He called himself the real world's champion. Yeah. So did Bobby and then Heenan Hogan was kind of the cartoony guy. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just how I felt about it. I also remember around the Attitude Era when wrestling was huge and just wrestling yeah. was everywhere. T-shirts, everything. Yeah. There was a million different, like, unauthorized magazines and I never really bought them because I felt they were cheap. Mm-hmm. The only one that really stuck out was Wow World of Wrestling magazine. Okay, and they covered in addition to covering like PWI, they covered like ECW, and they'd cover indie promotions a little bit more. And that was my first exposure into what it looks like of like a shoot style. Yeah, because they were half kayfabe, half shoot. You never really know the difference. Mm-hmm. But I remember I would always read that at a place called Warehouse Music. Remember Warehouse? Yeah, Music? I do. So they had magazines there. And I would just, my friend would be like, we'd go after school. And like, that was a place where they would let you preview CDs. Right. So he would just bring a CD up and just listen to the CD. And I would flip through the wrestling magazine for free. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I wonder why this place went out of business. Because <laughs> <laughs> so you could listen to music and read for free. Yeah, it's like Borders. <laughs> why does this place go out of business? Same yeah. thing too. But I would read it there and never bought it. But that WOW magazine had the super high quality glossy pictures. It was a bigger magazine. Okay. But... The pictures, since it wasn't official WWF photographers, it's kind of just like there. Yeah. So I'm like, these kind of look off a little bit. Like it's not like a perfect action shot. It's exactly. like, like a two seconds after a headlock is broken. Yeah. <laughs> some, a bunch of hair in the face. Yeah, exactly. So it was something like kind of weird like that. I thought those were more real. You thought the real shots? <laughs> than, like, than like the real, like a polished shot. Yeah, for sure. And the, getting those magazines though, just seeing them like, You'd stop in your tracks. Like now, if I was walking through a magazine, and I saw I still stop. Like, oh, wrestling. Yeah. If you go to Jewel, they still have PWI. Oh, it, I know. It's only like semi-annual now, but I still got yeah. it. It's still a quality magazine. I highly recommend. Support some magazines, guys. Because mm-hmm. in ten years, you're all going to be wanting these again and going yeah. back and trying to find them. <laughs> or you're going to be like me and looking at scans online. Not the same. I know it's not the same, but once you pull up your on your, on your desktop screen or your laptop screen and start reading it, unzip your pants. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's almost the same. You know, I, I I mentioned this earlier. I can still remember the aisle these magazines were on. And, like, mm-hmm. I open up the page of this and you just flip through. And here, here are these cards. Yeah, I'm yeah I see about. those. These are annoying, these cardboard cards. But you flip through, it's just, it takes you back. Like, even, I can even remember how the aisles smelled. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was a, I think it was WrestleMania. After WrestleMania 7, there was a history of WrestleMania magazine I had to get. Yes. Hogan so I cover, remember. I, I think. It was it was kind of similar to this kind of layout. It was dark. Again, was, podcast. Well, I'm showing Pronouns, you. Pronouns, pal. June 92. It's like a big background. Of just of WrestleMania of 8. It's like Wrestle- the post-WrestleMania 8 celebration with Warrior and Hogan. With the uh, fireworks going up, but then there's like little square boxes of, of individual things sure. going on. And I just remember, I'm like, okay, seven. And I'm like, six. I'm like, I remember six. And I'm reading about five. I'm like, oh, who were these guys in five? And then who were these guys in four and three and two? And I'm looking at all this. I'm like, this is like huge history. But now it's like WrestleMania, what, 34 now, 35? Just had 35. So it's like, (laughs) then we need a magazine for all the other stuff. 
But I remember those first seven years I'm reading and I'm like, man, this is a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but to me, and I sort of think about this now, but I know you do. I think more about like value. Like mm-hmm. if there was a PWI like annual and like WWF magazine, I would get the PWI even though I was a WWF yeah. fan because I'm like there's more in it. So I have more time to look. So better mm-hmm. value. Yeah. So some of the older WrestleManias, I'm like, Mike Rotundo, who is that? Like, is that some bum? <laughs> and then I found out it was IRS. And I'm like, oh, Strike Force? That was Tito and, and Martel? I'm like, oh, that's weird. And I don't know. It's just all these stories that I never knew about. And then going back and renting the, the tapes and stuff like that, I tried to do them in order so I can kind of keep up with what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes they'd be out of order. So if they didn't have WrestleMania 4, I might get 5, and then I miss the whole storylines from 3 to 5. <laughs> Did you ever place any orders from a magazine? They have really order for no. me neither. And I uh-uh. always wanted to. And I remember one time my friend did it. And I was like, how do you, you don't have a credit card? He's like, oh, you go to the 7-Eleven, you get a money order. Oh, like a money okay. order. He goes, yeah. And I went with him. We rode our bikes up. He had his cash. He paid the 75 cent money order fee. Placed in the mail. Six weeks later, he's got a stone cold shirt. I'm like, nice. I got to do this. I never thought of that. Me neither. And, you know, I, I, I was always. Horrible. I don't think I knew where to get money orders. <laughs> either did I. My buddy told me 7 yeah. Eleven sells them, you know. And All right. Now I know. We need a time machine. Such well, the time machine. What we're gonna do first, we're going to KB Toys, yeah. grabbing all those three for ten Hasbro's, keeping a mint on card, putting them in a box. Then we're going. I remember to- seeing an Andre the Giant in a tub, like like a big bin yeah. type thing, and I passed on it for Akeem. <laughs> and then I couldn't find Andre after that, like ever, any, anywhere. Uh-huh. There was no internet. No, there was no. Was it a loose Andre? Just like no, a no. It was it was a package. Okay, on card. Where was this? KB Toys in okay. Orland. Okay. I don't know if you remember, they had like yeah. the there was three toy- feet by three feet. It was like a bin. They yeah. had them all in there. Yeah. The mall or the one, the, the standalone the store mall. by service merchandise? In the mall. Okay. Yeah. That was my one too. And yeah, first we're going there. We're buying all the three for mm-hmm. 10 Hasbro's. Then we're going to Toys R Us buying all the yellow Hasbro rings. Yeah. Then we're buying all these magazines. And then we're going to all those mer- these merch stands. These I'm old even w- going w- back to LJN days. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if we're really going to go back in time. Yeah, these LGN ones are going to be. I want I want the Heart Foundation tag team one. The big, big cash. Keep all those cards yeah. mint. <laughs> mint, baby. Get 10 of them. Oh, Take the whole peg. We'd be rich. So rich. I guess we'd have to steal because we're going to. No. We'll figure it out. We will have our money with us. We we're going to have to bring. We're going to have to figure out. We'll take today's money back then. Yeah, but the today's money is kind of goofy looking. we got to get old dollar bills and stuff. They'll take debit. They, they won't know what the, uh, the chip is on a credit card. No, they will not. <laughs> like, what is this? You witch, get him, get the witch. <laughs> oh, well. I, then we, we, we buy them, like, oh, sweet, we open them up. Oh, damn it, we open these. <laughs> Gotta go back again. <laughs> damn it, I screwed up. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's another whole show topic. You yeah. Go back in time and buy five wrestling items. What are they? Mm-hmm. We'll think about that for a show, for a future show. Gotcha. Any other wrestling magazine memories or thoughts or anything like that? No, that's about it, other than, uh, you know, the centerfolds and articles i like the uh, crossword puzzles do you ever do those no never i never filled in like i never drew on the magazines well let's see let me see if i could do one of the crossword puzzles give me a name let me see right. i did so great in the trivia earlier <laughs> well all right so uh one across is one two three four five six letters okay rick flair won the wwf championship at the recent royal rumble you got it okay that was easy Number four, four across is hoisted. One, two, three, four, five, six letters for hoisted. Six letters for hoisted. The word hoisted. Oh, I don't know. Well, this is taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Because our trivia went so well last yeah. time. All right. I think that'll wrap up this week's show with wrestling talk as far as wrestling magazine goes and anything else. Like I said, guys, we are going to be at StarCast. Please stop and say hi. Eric's super personable. I am. Sometimes. Yeah. You can wear your PPW shirt. You got to represent the brand, brother. I'll see if it still fits. I've gained about 20 pounds. I don't know if you gained 20 pounds. <laughs> You're still wearing a large, right? Well, this is an extra large. Oh, okay. So I guess you got to back, get back on the treadmill. I do. Okay. We'll get, we'll get you back to, to working out next week. Okay. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> uh, yes, we'll be at StarCast. Come say hi. And I'm going to all out. Eric is not... And I was able to grab a single ticket for pretty cheap, so I nice. hopped on that. 
It'll be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Also, if you're going to be at Pro Wrestling Tees on Sunday, I'm going to meet Kenny Omega. So I will be there for that as well. So come say hi if you're going to meet Kenny Omega. It's all out on Saturday or Sunday? Saturday. Okay. Saturday night, 7 o'clock. I think the pre-show starts at 6. I'm sure you won't be watching it because it's on pay-per-view. You'll make stream it somewhere or watch it later. I'll watch it later. I like it. <clears throat> Let's do the giveaway. Okay, so the rules were simple. Just follow me and follow Ring Skirts. And you're going to win a custom ring skirt. I have the Twitter randomizer up right now. So I'm going to hit the button. And this, it was a pretty simple follow. There weren't too many people that entered. I think there was like, like 30 or so total. So your odds are pretty good. So we're hitting the random right now. And here is the winner. The winner is Jeff at Verbal Sozy 37 So V-E-R-B-A-L-S-O-Z-E-37. Oh, I know Jeff. Jeff was the guy that used our hashtag retails for suckers the other day because he got, <laughs> those, right. got those Funko Pops. So congratulations, Jeff. Check your DMs. and Boy, your mood changed right quick. About what? You're like, Jeff. Oh, I know Jeff. I do. And he's from <laughs> Chicago too. He's also going to StarCast. So we will say hi maybe, to him as well. Maybe you'll save on shipping. You could just take it to him. Well, I don't have it. Nate makes it. <laughs> oh, okay. Nate's the one giving it away. So yes, Jeff, check your DMs. I'll have Nate contact you and you will be the winner of this contest. So congratulations. And we'll... Send the formal tweet out for tomorrow. Thanks to everyone that listened, and thanks to everybody that entered in that. Even if you didn't win, keep following Ring Skirts. Keep following us. We'll do more giveaways. We've got a bunch of wrestling junk to, to give out. I'll bring some stuff. I say that every week, but I'll bring some stuff next time. Just take a picture of it. You don't have to bring it physically here. Okay. Okay. Well, we will we will get that going because the Fully Posable guys, our friends at the Fully Posable Podcast, are doing the Summer of Dude Love giveaway, so make sure you're following them. Follow our friends at the Our Vantage Point Podcast at OVP Podcast for all your fun retro wrestling stuff. Follow our friends at the Ringside Podcast at Ringside Podcast. Our friend Daniel Spencer over there. He just apparently someone tried to take their name, like do a new one, uh -huh. another Ringside Podcast. He's like, uh, there's only one. That's ours. So the Ringside Podcast, the original one, make sure you're following them. Also, other, other favorite Twitter friends and stuff like that. We've got Good Brother Mike. We've got Hova. We've got Carrie. We've got Jem Springer, M. Jeff, and a bunch of other people. Red Chad, who gave us the show topic this Caruso. week. Caruso. Mark Caruso, one of the OGs. Yep. One of the OGs. Uh, he uh, said something today. He was talking about a, a, a question I didn't know the answer to when our friends at the OVP podcast jumped in. I want to have a show with them because they know just as much stupid stuff about wrestling as I do, probably more so. So, yeah, that's going to be it for this week's show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Eric, anything else? No, sir. Awesome, guys. Thanks again for – thanks again. Congratulations again to Jeff for winning this contest, and thanks to Nate at Ringskirts for donating this. It was his idea. He reached out and said, hey, I did this for Fully Posable. Why do do it for you guys too? Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week.